This episode is brought to you by Hostfully. Using Hostfully, you can create a free digital guidebook for your listing so that you can save time creating a professional experience for every guest that comes and visits your spot. Learn more at Hostfully.com. Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Zeva Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Welcome to episode number 318 of Get Paid for Your Pad. Well, this is an unusual date for me to publish podcasts, but uh, given the current circumstances with the coronavirus and, and all the panic, um, I figured I'd do uh, a, an extra episode every Monday with, uh, with an update on what's going on and also invite somebody who's, who's, uh, who's affected and, and, and see what they are doing um, to, to kind of weather the storm. Um, so I'm recording this on, uh, on Monday, March 16th, and it's going to be published the same day. So I'm not going to, I usually use an editor to, you know, to edit everything. But, um, I, last week I, uh, I, I did a podcast on, on the, on the virus. And then by the time it got published, there was already outdated information because things just move so fast right now. So that's a, a little update for you. Um, today I have Rebecca Kramer on, on the show and she, she was on the podcast before she's the founder of Mad Manification Rentals. Uh, she had a, a lot of uh, great advice to, to share when she was on the podcast last time. And um, I'm going to talk to her about and see what she's doing to keep her business alive. So uh, Rebecca, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jasper. I'm so happy to be here. And I'm, I'm really excited that you're going to be um, doing an extra podcast. And I can't wait to hear from other hosts out there what they're doing. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I've been like scouring the podcast for anyone talking about vacation rentals and their coronavirus. I'm looking up YouTube videos. I'm looking up articles and there's not that much out there. Um, and so this is going to be so helpful for me. And I know for everyone out there, this, you know, this is definitely a tough situation we're all in. And, you know, we don't really want to hear about like, you know, how to, um, buy like more vacation rentals in, you know, a year and all these other, you know, things that really are not applying to us right now. We, so, um, this is going to be really awesome. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what's on everybody's minds right now is how do we survive the storm? Um, including myself. Uh, one of the units I have in the Philippines is in a resort that's now shut down. So, you know, who knows how, how long that's going to be for. And um, I was just on a webinar with, with Smart B&B and I was joined by uh, Price Labs and uh, Transparent. Um, and we discussed kind of like the outlook. Um, just, so just to, give a, just to give a quick update, a lot has changed over the weekend. Um, you know, in the U.S., there's a national emergency now. A lot of cities are uh, on lockdown uh, as far as like bars, restaurants, etc. cetera. Uh, there's countries like Italy, Spain, um, where people are, are not allowed to go out unless, unless there's an emergency. Uh, some countries are shutting their uh, borders, uh, like Germany, 
Colombia has, uh, has shut the borders for, for foreigners. So there's so much going on. The Federal Reserve came in with an with a, uh, emergency packet. Like they cut interest rates. They, they're doing uh, quantitative easing again. That's, the, that's that policy they used in the financial crisis to, uh, to buy up uh, bonds and stuff to help stimulate the economy. A lot came out over the weekend. Um, but Rebecca, what I really want to talk about is uh, is what can we do as Airbnb hosts to to survive, right? Yeah, well, I think we need to have a lot of, I think we need to have hope. And um, I think that if you're listening to this podcast right now, I think there's uh, definitely a lot, of, a lot of room for a lot of hope for, for your business and what you're doing because, um, you know, one thing I, 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 I actually kind of hope is that this kind of weeds out some of the, the, the wheat from the, the shaft right now because there is a lot of bad hosts out there and there are a lot of people that are just like the listed and forget it hosts. And if you're listening to this podcast, um, you are not one of those people. So, you know, I think that we are going to rise above this and um, we're going to get through this and we, you know, will we lose money in, in the short term? Um, definitely. We're all going to lose a little bit. Of, I mean, maybe not every single person, but most people I think is going to be affected by this. Um, but if we look in the wrong long run, I really think we might be able to look back. And my hope is that we'll be able to see how this actually really did help our business in some way. I think this is a time where we need to kind of shift our, our mind and our eyes from you know, what's going to be the bottom line this month, you know, and what's going to be the bottom line in, in April for like, you know, paying our, you know, the, like all the money and income that we'll make and our cash flow and more to um, how can we make, a, you know, use this as an opportunity to, um, to rise above our competition and how can we ride this wave, but not only like get through it, but also, um, you know, rise to the top at, by the end of it. And I think there's so much opportunity right now for that. Um, there's someone that I heard recently that just said a, ter- a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. And, you know, if you kind of have that mindset, I think in this with, I, I do, I think that, um, you're going to be okay. And, you know, we're going to be okay. So I think that for sure, if you're not thinking of this as a business yet, um, you got to start thinking of it as a business. And with that in mind, one thing that I've been doing, um, is looking to the other savvy and successful and uh, businesses that have gotten through crises like these before in the past. And what are they doing now? So before I even get into all that, one thing I really wanted to say is that what I'm going to share about what I'm doing with our business right now, one is that it's changing every day. Every day I'm, I'm re- reassessing what's going on in our area, in our market, um, in our country, and, and I'm changing what I'm doing. So what I do today might not be what I do tomorrow. And um, what you're going to do for your business is something that you have to consider and weigh with, with all the different opinions out there. And mine is just one of them. You know, I don't look down on any other hosts that decide to do the complete opposite of what I'm doing because we're all in this together and we're all trying to survive this. So I just wanted to say that just to everyone um, because I know there, there's a lot of opinions out there and there's a lot of people doing all sorts of things. And I'm just another, you know, person out there trying to, uh, trying to ride this wave as well. So basically when I, when I, you know, tried to shift my mind from like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to lose this money this month. Oh my gosh. What is it going to, you know, if, am I going to lose all this money next month? Um, to, you know, how, how can I try and take advantage of the situation as much as I can? And what are other successful businesses doing? Um, I see that, 
they also have shifted from the money they're going to lose to basically like taking care of their customers, taking care of their guests. If you look at, you know, Disney World, they shut down. If you look even at Airbnb and like what they're doing, and a lot of people I know are upset with the cancellation policy, extenuating circumstances and giving all of our guests full refunds and all this stuff, you know, but at the same time, they're trying not to burn their bridges. They're trying to keep their customer. And, um, you know, one thing that I've just been thinking about over and over is, you know, do I want to be a part of the reason why millions of Americans and millions of people decide never to do Airbnb ever again, or decide never to do a vacation rental again? Um, or do I want to be a part of the reason why people say, you know, Airbnb is really good, or this, 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 this Airbnb, this um, vacation rental, this uh, is like an awesome thing. And I think there are going to be a lot of people that have bad experiences and that decide I'm never going to do a vacation rental again. I'm, I'm just going to stay in a hotel because they don't have, they're not going to take care of me in, in this situation. So that's kind of where I'm at. And so Airbnb has changed their cancellation policy like almost every single day. And so they're giving the full refunds over our head and VRBO. And, and it, it could come to a point where if they close down things so much, like if they stop travel, like airports and interstate travel, we don't know what's going to happen. It could be something where the government, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm just saying like, you know, getting full refunds is something that might happen beyond your control. So I don't want to be someone that says, I'm not going to give you a full refund, burn a bridge, burn a potential raving fan, burn a potential future guest that comes back again and again and tells friends and family how awesome we were and how we took care of them. And then for them to get a full refund anyways, you know what I mean? Um, so I think that's just kind of helped me have less of a, like a crisis mindset and like a doomsday mindset and more of like, Let's look at the long term and believe my business is going to be one that rises to the top and all this. So practically, <laughs> I'm talking a lot. Is that okay, Jasper? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate your uh, your strong mindset, and I, I agree with you. Like, there's, you know, they say whatever if it doesn't kill you, makes you stronger. And uh, I, I do think that you know, going through going through crisis will force us to be creative. It forces us to yeah. really ask ourselves, like, you know, why, why, what are we doing with our business? It forces us to think about the higher level strategy as well. Like, do we want to keep doing short-term rentals? Is this mm -hmm. really our passion? Or maybe we want to switch to, you know, a longer or medium-term model. The world will survive, you know. We're, we're going to go through some difficult times, but we're going to survive. And I, I agree with you. We have to, to learn something from it, right? We have to grow yeah. as a person through this, through this, uh, through this crisis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's, we, there's nothing we can do to change what's happening. So um, what can we, what can we do today to, you know, take advantage of a potential opportunity that we have right in front of us. And for me, I think, you know, that looks like trying to really, you know, keep guests that have trusted me with their vacation and, and, you know, not just keep them, but make them feel so cared for that they want to continue to come back to me and, um, and continue to come and, and tell their friends and family. So, um, one of the things that I'm doing, so that doesn't mean that, you know, you just, um, give full refunds without being somewhat creative in the way that you're trying to still encourage guests to stay and to keep their reservations. So I think there's a lot there. And um, 
one thing that I've done that's really worked. So this is like a practical suggestion that um, has really helped me keep like, you know, some reservations that are really, really going to help me this month. Basically, one of my vacation rentals was down at Disney World. So, you know, we're getting hit really hard there um, because Disney closed. So a lot of people are canceling their stays um, and a lot of people fly and some people don't want to fly right now. So one thing I've done is um, I offer my guests a choice. So instead of saying like, you know, even if say they do have um, right now, because they send you any circumstances, a lot of people have the ability to get a full refund without even asking you. But um, a lot of my guests are still coming to me and saying, Hey, um, you know, what's your policy? You know, we're thinking about canceling. And so when they say that, and even if a guest does automatically cancel, um, and I, I send them a message and I say, um, you know, I just want you to know that I really want to take care of my guests in this situation. This is a really difficult and challenging time. Um, however, it's also a really awesome opportunity because we want to give you the option to keep your reservation, but we'll give you a 50% refund um, to stay with us and to keep your reservation. So you're going to get a really discounted time, uh, um, you know, stay with us. And then I go through and I kind of list all the things, all the reasons why they might want to do it. You know, you already have made your um, arrangements with work and with, you know, school. And um, even right now, if they're not, um, like a lot of people can telecommute, a lot of people are off of school and work right now anyway, so they're not even taking vacation time. Why not come, Why you know, don't stay in your house and be have cabin fever and like, you know, there's nothing to do and it's, why don't you come and keep your reservation, have fun, make the best of the situation. We, you know, I list all the things we have. We have a heated pool, we have a spa, we have um, a tiki bar area in our community, in a resort community, or, you know, we have, we have parks or in Ocean City, you know, you're walking distance from the beach, you're walking distance from the park, you're walking, you're, we're right on the bay. They're not going to close the bay. They're not going to close the parks. They're not going to close the, the beach, you know? So why be stuck in your house? Like keep your reservation. You get a really good discount. It's going to make this whole thing so much more just, it's going to make it a lot easier because a lot of us are not, you know, not leaving the house as much and stuff and not going out so much. Why not come and have a little fun? And, you know, and I go through what we have to offer and that they're going to get that discount. So with that said, I've actually had um, a, a number of my guests keep their reservations when they were going to cancel. So um, that has really saved me, even though I'm, you know, losing uh, 50%, at least it's, it's something, you know? Um, so that's something I've done. And then for those that do decide they, they need to cancel, I was able to talk to one of my guests about rescheduling till May. So rescheduling is also the thing that, you know, obviously you want to try to do with every guest that tries to cancel. Um, if, if they really are stuck on canceling, but I would, um, offer that, that discount to them. That's definitely one practical thing that I've done that's really helped me so far. And the other thing is I went in right away and I lowered all my prices in, in March um, and, and for the remaining of May and uh, April. So I went in and I, I lowered my prices 50 to 70% um, because even though I'm, I'm not uh, with those prices, I, I really can't pay all my bills. Um, at least I can pay most of my bills. And I'm not going to be like completely down and out because if I keep my prices, I just have, I mean, the, 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 not, the number of people that are looking right now is just so few and far between. So, um, I just think, you know, you got to do that right now. Um, and then two months out, 
you know, because they don't, we don't know how long this thing is going to last. If it's going to be just a month or two, or if it's going to be three or four months, um, just to kind of play it safe. I went in and lowered my prices in April and May. Sorry, in, yeah, in May, I lowered them about 10 to 20% just to try to keep myself competitive. The other thing that I did is, um, you know, Airbnb has, if you go onto your, like, your hosting site or whatever, you'll see that they'll have an area where you can click on what they're talking about, the um, coronavirus and the extenuating circumstances. Um, in there, they, they have a place that says answer your hosting questions about the coronavirus. So I clicked on that. And one of the things I mentioned in that little paragraph um, article that they sent that they have there is that they're encouraging all of the hosts to change their cancellation policy to flexible. And they say in there too, I don't know if you if you caught this, Jasper, um, but they said that they would they would highlight and spotlight the listings that are flexible. Have you seen that? Did you see that, Jasper? Yeah, yeah. It's they had an update. It's called more flexible reservations. Yeah. And so they're trying, I, and so I guess they're, they're trying to encourage us all to do that because the truth is, I mean, Airbnb knows what's up. You know, they know that, you know, not many people are going to make reservations if you don't have a really flexible cancellation policy right now. It's just what's going on in the, in the, in, in the world. So um, when I read that and I saw that they're going to highlight and, and like spotlight the listings that are flexible, I went right in and changed my policy um, to being flexible because, you know, being able to rise up in those rankings is what it's all about in, in, in Airbnb. Um, you want to be on that first page. That's like the most important thing. That's why you want to get all the five-star reviews. I mean, you, if that's going to help you uh, get some bookings, then I think that's very well worth it. And, and, you know, the more you get clicks, the more you get reservations, it's going to help your, your rankings as well. So, so I went and I changed all of mine to flexible. And that's not something I plan to do in the long term, but just for right now, like, I think it's really wise for, for people to do that. Um, what do you think, Jasper? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and, and just so you know, if, if you go on Airbnb now, if you, if from the perspective of the guest, if you search for place to stay so they've added um the cancellation policy is one of the filters so right you know in the top where it says dates number of guests um type of place price etc uh, you can now click on cancellation policy and you can turn it on and so if you if you then search then airbnb is only going to show you the listings that have a flexible flexible cancellation policy now they're also saying that they're going to bump the listings a little bit in the search results um, plus, they, I think they mentioned that they're going to highlight the listings or something. I looked at listing pages. I, I don't see any special like button or, or symbol or whatever um, but, uh, or in the search results. But definitely, they added the filter. That's, uh, that's on Airbnb. It's live right now. I'm looking at it. So I, I, I agree with you. I mean, I think in general, if demand is low, and, and I, just, I was just on this webinar with SmartBnB, like I mentioned, then you know, can, we, we're seeing like, uh, you know, cancellations of up to 80% in certain markets. We're seeing bookings being down by about 50%. So in a low demand, high supply market, you know, we're have to, we have to be competitive. And, and you know, if, if we want to keep people in our homes and I'd rather keep my occupancy up because the worst thing that can happen is if you lose momentum, right? If you don't get any bookings for like a couple months, because now even when things start to pick up, the listings that Airbnb is going to show are when things pick up is, is the list is the listings that have been getting bookings, right? I just don't want to lose any momentum with my places unless I can find somebody and 
that's a different strategy. But if I can find somebody who wants to rent my place for like two or three months or, or you know, maybe even like four or five months, then um, that, that's, an, that's an alternative. But if I'm going to stay in the short-term rental model, I'm going to have to adjust. I'm going to have to make it very, very attractive for people to book my place. So any, any objections to book, like, uh, you know, um, making sure that your place is, is on instant book, making sure that uh, you have a self-check-in option if, if people uh, are concerned about, you know, exposure to the virus. I mean, that's, what, that's what's top of mind right now for people, right? It's, it's the fear of contracting this thing. And then also, you know, highlighting the, the cleansiness, right? And we, we can talk a little bit about marketing as right. well because, uh, you know, I think we want to change our marketing strategy a little bit. We want to highlight that we have very, a very clean place. We want to highlight what we're doing to keep our place clean and safe. And also, you know, if what we're providing in terms of supplies. And one of our students in the Short-Term Rental Profit Academy actually created a really, really nice image of, uh, of, of all the things that she's doing to keep her listing uh, as clean as possible. And she put that as her second, second picture so that people can see that immediately when they scroll through the first couple pictures in the search results, they immediately see like, oh, this host has, has, uh, has extra measures in place to keep, the, to keep her place clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, so smart. Yeah, so that's, you know, there are certain things that you can do in, with the marketing. I mean, we see... We've uh, a lot of people probably seen the the some of the things that people are doing is like uh, you know coronavirus discount in their title. Um, people that are in 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 markets where the corona where the virus hasn't shown up yet, they advertise it as you know corona free free getaways. Um, uh-huh. You have to be careful because you know that has to be actually true if you're going to advertise it that way. Uh, but also, I think um, you know on the positive side, just to give a little bit of uh, hope for for people out there. Um, we do have a lot of people in our communities that are seeing uh, new bookings coming in from local travelers, mm-hmm. right? Because so, people don't want to jump on planes right now, but there are a lot of people that are going to have time off, right? Mm-hmm. Whether they, they're not going to work, they're working from home, or the kids are off school. Um, and those people are, are going to jump in a car and say, hey, instead of being in a crowded city, why don't we go out to the beach and rent a little, you know, place on the beach for a couple mm-hmm. of weeks and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll just sit out the storm there. So we have seen uh, here in San Diego, we have seen um, one of our students got a lot of, uh, a lot of new bookings from people that are driving, right? So how do you market to those people? Instead of marketing to international people, you want to market to people um, that are nearby. So you want to market, you want to highlight if you have free parking or where people can park. If you don't have free parking, that's something that you want to, that you want to really advertise clearly. I think, um, you know, people might want to work at your place. So advertising fast internet, uh, uh, a good work, having a workspace, um, or maybe, you know, maybe go out and buy some stuff that people need when they're, when they're working, right? Changing your marketing and changing your targeting a little bit uh, can, can really help, I think. Hi, my name is Margot, and I'm the CEO of Hostfully. We are on a mission to make local travel a lot better, and we're starting with digital guidebooks to make that happen. Using Hostfully digital guidebooks, which work great on any mobile device, on desktop, and in print, you can share important property information and local recommendations with your guests. You can also save time and create a great guest experience that each traveler will appreciate. Hostfully guidebooks are very fast to make, and we've included some advanced features where you can feature your custom logo, your colors, custom categories, and essentially your brand. Please take a chance to check us out at hostfully.com.
Yeah, yeah, I've, I've definitely done that. You, um, on the last podcast, that was, it was super helpful that you did on the coronavirus. Um, if you haven't read it, even though it, it might be a little outdated at this point, there's so much good, helpful information on that one. So I, I encourage everyone to go back and listen to that one. Um, but I took advice from that podcast to do my own um, coronavirus free vacation uh, video for my social media followers. I'm on uh, Facebook and Instagram. I also have a YouTube channel. I, I'm not on YouTube as much, but um, I, you know, and that's Mad Men Vacation Rentals. And I'd love it if you guys wanted to follow me there. Um, but um, basically, I, yeah, I, I did a video because it, where one of our vacation rentals is in Ocean City, um, which is, you know, it's a beach resort town. It's far from all the big cities and all that stuff. So um, there's been no, no episodes of coronavirus out there. So I mean, I made sure the morning of, I checked to make sure that there still was no coronavirus out there. And I wrote in my, in my video, I said, like, as of March, you know, 12th, um, you know, there's been, there's been no episodes of coronavirus. And I, you know, I just said, does everyone that's coming from Ocean City, it's coming from Washington, D.C. They're coming from Baltimore. They're coming from Philly. They're coming from, um, like, Alexandria, Virginia, and uh, these kind of big, big cities, even New York City. Um, and so you know, I, I basically, you know, did a video just saying, like, get out of the city, get out of these congested areas, all the suburbs are still congested out there, come out to the ocean, there's, there's not been any episodes of coronavirus as of yet. Um, I was like, you can, you know, go to the beach, you can, we have kayaks, you can go on the bay, we have a park walking distance, you know, ride this out somewhere fun, somewhere you can enjoy. Um, we have Disney Plus, we have Amazon Prime, we have Netflix, we have a smart TV. You can you can binge if you want. So I I've been trying to market, uh, you know that. And and honestly, I mean I haven't had any issues. I had one person one that canceled one night there. I've had bookings. I've been getting bookings there because there's people that you know because they closed down the schools in Maryland, and um, a lot of people are telecommuting, and and that's exactly what they're saying. You know, my guests have said like. Do you have good internet? You know, we're going to be doing schoolwork and we're going to be doing like, we're going to be working there, but we just want to go somewhere that's, you know, nice and that's a little bit more fun. That's something that um, I think is a, is a, is definitely a good idea to, if you have social media, um, if you're on, if you're not on social media, now might be a good time to get on. And because you really got to do everything you can right now to market your place, because that's, that's, you know, what I'm going to be doing with both Disney now and um, Ocean City is really trying to market the local, the local areas to bring in. And so even like you can do Facebook, Facebook ads and Instagram ads. So that's something I don't do that much. I, I plan to do one, you know, probably today, but basically you can say where you want your ad to be directed to. Like you, you can, you, you do your little ad, whatever it may be, pictures of your place, um, you could show, I think, having a picture of like what measures you're taking right now for coronavirus is an awesome, awesome idea. Having a picture that kind of explains that. Um, having something like that as an ad, and then um, you can tell, you know, uh, Facebook where you want the ad to go. So you could say, I only want it to go to people that live in Maryland, people that live in New Jersey, people that live in um, Virginia, you know, because those are the people that, you know, are going to. And for my Florida place, um, I used to try to market all up and down the East Coast, but right now I'm going to do a Facebook ad that just markets Florida people because, and that's what I've found for me so far too, is I, I did have a few cancellations at the end of March, but I was able to rebook um, 
I was able to rebook in March, which is, I was like, I couldn't believe I rebooked, but I did. And it was a local, some locals that are coming to, uh, you know, just to, to have some fun and get away and stuff. So um, marketing those local people, but I think the Facebook ads um, and the Instagram ads are, are a good way to do that um, just practically. Like you can kind of mention what, what people you're, what interests they have. So for me, because my properties are dog friendly, I'll, I'll put a bunch of like interests being um, like dog parks and, um, you know, boxer dogs. And, you know, I'll say a bunch of stuff about dogs as the interest. And then of course, you know, whatever your, you know, beaches or Disney or whatever to try and attract um, people that really would be more drawn to your place um, based on what you have to offer. You know, I think one thing to do to try to prevent people from, from, from leaving um, and canceling is to preemptively contact them and let them know what you're doing. Because every single guest that I've had that is staying, like they still have asked me, like, are you washing your, uh, all the comforters between each guest? Are you, um, you know, wiping and sanitizing the remotes? And they're asking me specific questions and um, ha having, you know, talking to them and reassuring the guests that you already have that are going to be, you know, potentially that still have the potential to cancel, um, I think is a good thing. And, you know, I've also, once the guests are in the house too, I mean, I, I printed out a few like hand washing techniques and like coronavirus, like how to avoid coronavirus, like printouts that I'm putting by all the sinks in, in our properties, just to kind of like, first of all, help, help them prevent, you know, like keeping them safe, you know, and, but also just letting them know, like, I'm aware I, I'm doing, I'm doing what I can. I, I'm trying to, to make sure that we keep us, you know, a, a healthy and clean environment. And, and I'm aware of what's going on. And I'm like, you know, I'm not just sitting back and writing it out. I'm like, I'm actually doing things to try to prevent this um, from spreading and to take care of our guests and all that stuff. I'm really trying to find some hand sanitizer dispensers to like put at the front of my house, even like I, I, I almost want to put it on the front of my house next to the door and say, you know, please, you know, we encourage you to sanitize your hands before you enter or something like that. But um, I'm not sure. I'm still thinking about that one. What do you think about that, Jasper? <laughs> Is that taking it too far? If you can get a hold of some. <laughs> yeah, there's, I mean, I think I see one on eBay that like, I mean, but they're, the. I mean, I guess that's one, that's one thing that I've seen is that they've been hiking the prices up on, on Amazon and all these places. Um, you know, people buy it out and then they try and resell it for, for a crazy price. So, um, yeah, I actually heard on the, on the news today that somebody bought like, I don't know, crazy amount of hand sanitizer and, uh, and just trying to resell it. But then, the 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 police actually uh, contacted that person and they, they wanted to arrest him and so he ended up uh, donating all the hand sanitizers that he bought to a church oh wow that's nice <laughs> and then he apologized for trying to take advantage of uh you know of, of the situation yeah there is one more thing i wanted to say um we might not make a whole lot of money this the next few months um but we can like increase our rankings and we can try to increase our our visibility um, which I think is, you know, can really help us in the long run. And also, like I said, keep those guests um, coming back to us. Um, so one thing I'm, I'm thinking about doing, I haven't gotten to that place yet, but one thing I will, I've done in the past, and, and especially in this situation I'll do, is like um, to my followers, to um, social media, um, is like, because, you know, I'm not just going to drop my prices down to $5 a night to anyone on Airbnbs. You know, I don't... Um, 
you know, you just, you never know really what, you know, what kind of person uh, would, you know, that's going to book your place for $5 a night. But if it's someone that follows me um, on social media or face, you know, Facebook and Instagram, and I kind of at least have a, you know, like have an idea of who they are and I can kind of, I feel, I don't know, personally, I feel comfortable doing that with my followers, but like, um, if it gets down to like, I have all this vacancy, um, and no one's booking. Um, one thing I, I have and probably will do at different points during this thing is I'll lower my prices down to $25 a night, $5 a night as a special for my guests. Just so, um, because at least I'm getting bookings, I'm getting increasing my rankings and I'm getting five-star reviews. Um, and the more you have of those and then you can market that, you know, Oh, I got another booking. Oh, you know, I, um, I have another five-star review. I mean, I, I don't post every five-star review on my, uh, social media pages, but, um, I do, uh, I do, I do it once in a while. And so, but just to show people, look, I'm getting five-star reviews. I'm getting bookings. You should book too. Um, and like kind of decrease that fear and people when they see there's there's people booking and, and staying and having a great time. So, um, so you know, and, and something I, I will also do is maybe instead of offering it first to all my social media followers, I might off offer it first to like friends and family. Um, like, hey, I don't think you can lower your price down below $5 a night, but you can lower it down to five because I've done it before. <laughs> um, and so, um, Again, it's it's kind of seeing the the long term gain, and for me, like a five star review, every five star review is worth a lot of money, you know. So even though I'm losing like actual money in my pocket, if I can get five star reviews, I'm getting something valuable, very valuable still. So the other thing that I I plan to do, just if it gets to that point as well, is I'm going to go to the properties myself. I mean, I'm thinking, okay, maybe I'm going to take a trip down to Florida now and. Um, you know, get some work done down there so I don't have to pay a handyman to do some things that I want to get done, um, improve the property, uh, you know, take videos of those things, and and also just show people that it's, you're having a great time, and they should come and join, you know, join the join the party, join the fun where you are, and market in that way. So that's that's another, like, I have a few kind of plans in case I, I have a lot of vacancy that I don't want, um, and those are two of my plans is, um, to to offer those really really low prices um, to uh, friends family followers as well as go to the properties myself and just market the hell out of my house and my area and what it has to offer in the midst of this crisis. Yeah, I think that's a great great idea, uh, and that's something that I suggest people do as well: is reach out to your friends and family, reach out to your personal network, post on Facebook. I've seen some hosts do that where they post on Facebook and they say, "Hey, as you all know, it's it's a bit it's a bit tough right now, um, so I've got really good deals for you guys. If you want to come out and spend some days here, um, reach out to friends and family, and uh, and like you said, uh, you know, let 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 them stay for for uh, a very low price. That's I mean, that's better than than it being empty, like you said. Um, and also something that people can think about start doing as well is like, you know, for people that have a, a decent social media following, like I'm happy to host somebody now for free in my apartment. If that person is going to take some pictures and share, the, share that on their, on their social media. The, um, what do they call them? 
influencers. Influencers, yeah, yeah. I know. I have like a few um, like old friends from high school that, you know, like I actually know them personally. I haven't seen them in like 10, 15 years, but still like, you know, we follow each other. But they are they are real deal influencers. They have like like a lot, you know. So I you know, I, I've actually reached out to them in the past and I've said, Hey, would you be interested in coming and staying on my property? And then like doing, you know, I'll let you stay for free. But if you could do some videos, some posts, and, um, you know, just, just tell, you know, share it with on your, on your Instagram and Facebook pages or whatever, share what's, how great it is. Um, and both, you know, the people that I've, the people I've reached out to have, have said that they would be interested in doing it. Um, and I just haven't, you know, had really a chance. I, I haven't really had a chance to actually offer to them because I have been so well booked. Like I'm almost always fully booked. So it's like, I haven't really had the need, but this is, this is kind of a time. <laughs> Definitely yeah. a time to do that. That's, that's a brilliant idea. Um, reaching out. I think there it's, it's important to one thing. I, I actually listened to a podcast on asking influencers to stay at your properties to help market. Um, and you know, one thing that I would say is, um, you have to, it might be a good idea to kind of really write out what your expectations are and have them kind of, whether it's like signing it or whatever, you know, just so that to make sure you guys are both really on the same page so that you're getting out of it what you believe you should get out of it and what you want to get out of it. And they're getting out of it what they want to get out of it so that you're both on the same page because there have been instances where you, you know, people that have like vacation homes or Airbnbs will ask these influencers to stay with them. And then they end up, you know, getting like, two little blips in their stories and like, you know, it's just for you, it wasn't, it, it, you know, it's not what you had in mind. So if it is something you do, um, you know, you might want to just look into what you should actually, you know, how, how to go about doing that in a way for you to, you know, get what you want out of it and not be kind of not ripped off, but you know, I mean, if someone's staying for free, you're still, especially like, the, you know, you have to pay for the cleaning fee even and, um, all that stuff. So just something to think about when you do that. Yeah, I, I 100 agree. You want to set clear expectations. So just uh, write out exactly what you're looking for, um, and and also, you know, if you, these influencers typically are really good photographers because that's you know that's what they, especially the Instagram ones. Yeah. Um, so so if you need some extra photos, like that could be you know a, a win-win as well, where you say like, hey. Take some, uh, take twenty photos of, of these, you know, of these spaces, um, or even with the people in there. I've, I I know some hosts who are doing that as well. They'll they'll actually take pictures of the people of the influencers using their space. So the influencer will be in the photo, and then they put that one on Airbnb. You know, I want like free Instagram posts, or I want to be in ten stories, or you know, whatever the platform is where they're where they're on. I think that's a that that's great advice. Um, we're, we're, uh, we, I'm sure we can talk for a long time, but, uh, um, let's, uh, let's, let's wrap this up. But before I wrap this up, I wanted to mention that there's been some controversy over, um, Airbnb, um, allowing guests to cancel, but then, uh, only refunding them, uh, uh, percentage of their, of their reservation and, and giving them the rest in travel credits, right? So the, the, they would give the travel credit for the fees and the taxes, and they would only refund like 75, 80, 85% of the booking. Um, so a lot of hosts have been, have been uh, you know, reacting to that. 
obviously um, hosts don't agree with this policy. It's uh, kind of messed up. Uh, but uh, it's my understanding that Airbnb has uh, actually changed that. Uh, I've seen several screenshots of uh, people canceling Airbnb bookings and showing that they're actually getting 100% of the refund now. So just want to put it out there. Fortunately, Airbnb has made that, uh, made that pivot. I think they uh, realized that the, that was kind of outrageous what they were doing. So just wanted to put that out there. Um, is there anything yeah. else Anything else you want to mention? Well, I just, um, I just want you all to know that we're, we're, all, we're all in this together. And I think you're doing the right thing by, by listening to this podcast. You know, I, I just want to wish you all the best of luck. You know, I, I have so much heart and compassion and I'm so passionate about this business. Um, and, and it's just like, you know, who could have ever imagined something like this? <laughs> you know, I mean, we just bought this house down in Disney. Like literally we went live like a, pretty much like a, one year ago, like in a week. I mean, and so it's like, you know, who could have imagined that this could happen, but, um, but we, we are all in this together and I think, I think we'll get through it. And, uh, you know, I just wish you all the best of luck and, and that's it. <laughs> Thank you, Rebecca. I appreciate that. And, uh, I guess my last message before I wrap this up is, uh, just want to encourage people as well to, um, you know, to think about the, the elderly and, and people that are, uh, people that are, have health issues because those, they're, those are the most vulnerable people, people, um, right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, please don't go to the supermarket and buy all the, all the stuff that people need because, you know, I think it's really sad if, if, if the most vulnerable people then don't have a chance to get the hand sanitizer or the, the toilet paper or whatever it may be, the, the mouth uh, pieces, what, what they call them. Apparently those uh, ran out as well. I heard reports of people in hospitals even having trouble of getting hold of these things. So let's, uh, let's leave those supplies to the people who need it most. That, that will be my last message. I like that. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, definitely. All right. Well, Rebecca, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I think uh, it was very useful, the advice that you've given, and I love your positive uh, attitudes and and mindset. I think that's what we need right now. Uh, We need a, there's, there's always light at the end of the tunnel, although sometimes it's kind of hard to see it, Um, but we're going to get through this. Um, I'm going to do this podcast every, every Monday. Um, so maybe we'll uh, we'll have you back on in the, in in our episode, but uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for contributing, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much, Jasper. It's it's been a pleasure. It's definitely like helped uh, boost my week for sure, knowing that I was going to be on this again and um, be able to hopefully maybe give some hope and inspiration, maybe give some people some ideas of things, um, help someone in some small way in this business. Uh, it really keeps me going to be able to do that. So I appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm sure you've inspired some people. So awesome. Thank you so much, Rebecca. And thanks for the listeners. Um, sorry if the audio quality might be not as good as you used to, because I'm basically, <laughs> basically going to, you know, edit and, and, and upload this thing uh, right after, right after recording. So, um, but uh, I'll, I'll do my best to make it, uh, to make it as good as possible. And then uh, on Thursday, there's going to be a regular episode. So I'm going to keep doing, at least for the time being, going to do a, a Monday coronavirus episode, if you will. And then on Thursday, there will be the regular episodes where we talk about all sorts of other topics. So hope you uh, enjoyed this episode. Stay safe. Um, also, we're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to produce some more content, some more stuff for you guys uh, on my blog as well. Get paid for your pad.com. 
Uh, there's going to be a, a, an article about the coronavirus with lots of tips, advice, and all everything I've uh, I've seen in the last couple of weeks that hosts do to, you know, to weather the storm. So uh, make sure you check it out. Get paid for your pad.com. I'm sending out a lot of uh, uh, emails as well with advice. So if you haven't signed up for my newsletter, go to getpaidforyourpad.com, the front page. You can you know put your email in there and. Uh, You'll be you'll be receiving updates and and, all, and whatever I think is helpful. Go ahead and uh, check it out. Get paid for your com and um, hope to uh, hope you're gonna listen next time. So stay safe, stay strong. Until next time. Get paid for your pet.